Star Wars 7x7 episode 3004. Today is our first deep dive into any episode of the Andor series. We're looking at episode 1 entitled Casa, and we're going to focus on the new baddies in town, this Preox Morlana corporate authority, who they are, where we've seen something like this before, the kinds of folks that might be in this free trade sector, and where in the galaxy they may actually be. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Boyvon and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So with some clues, not just I guess from episode 1, but from you know episodes 2 and 3 as well, kind of working those things in, we're looking at the Preox Morlana Corporate Authority and there are a couple of terms that are being thrown around and possibly interchangeable that may make things a little confusing. So let's try and set the record straight on who these folks are from the jump. First of all, we are given to understand that there is a free trade sector in which much of the action for the first three episodes of the Andor series is taking place. What that sector is and where that sector is, we don't necessarily know, but the use of the word sector is indicative of the fact that there are many star systems in there, which then relates to something I'm gonna bring up later about where we might have seen something like this before, but we'll get to that momentarily. The sector involves, as I said, multiple star systems, one of which is the Morlani system, and within the Morlani system are a number of planets, of which Morlana 1, <laughs> creatively named, is one. There is a Morlana a four, but we haven't been there yet. That was just where one of the guys that Cassian killed was previously stationed. And then there's Ferrix, which I think might have been referred to as three at some point. I'm not positive about that point, but Ferrix is certainly within the Morlani system and generally under the auspices of this Preox Morlana corporate authority. Now, the fact that it's called a Preox Morlana authority makes me think that Preox is something specific because you've got Morlana 1, you've got Morlana 4 presumably, and whatever Ferrix is called, and somewhere there's gotta be a Morlana 2, right? <laughs> so Preox seems to be something that's sort of appended onto the naming convention, and it's making me wonder if we're gonna find out that Preox is the name of an actual company or some sort of conglomerate or something like that. It's the first time it's ever been mentioned in Star Wars canon, there's no Legends reference or anything like that, so we're dealing with a brand new thing. But what it seems to be similar to is something called the Corporate Sector Authority, which was first introduced way back in Brian Daly's Han Solo at Star's End novel in 1979, and has been since reintroduced to the canon, though in a very limited way. But for the purposes of our discussion, we'll you know keep it top level. Maybe a little legend stuff will get mixed in, but nothing I think that would really be invalidated by what new storytelling is like. And in fact, we've actually been to the corporate sector before in Star Wars storytelling. The Last Jedi has scenes in Cantonica, Canto Bight, right? And Cantonica is located in the corporate sector, which like the free trade sector is just an area of space with a bunch of star systems in it. And it is being managed by corporations. And there's a complicated history with the Galactic Republic, but for our purposes, it's important to know that 
During the Clone Wars, the corporate sector allied itself with the Confederacy of Independent Systems, aka the Separatists, and that's going to be important for us to consider as we think about who is in the free trade sector in the Andor series, and I will get to that part eventually as well. To get to the corporate sector, you would generally use one of the main hyperspace routes in the galaxy called the Hydean Way, and the corporate sector itself is essentially on the edge of the outer rim, the outer edge of the outer rim. Now, considering that the free trade sector in Andor is also being governed by this Preox Morlana corporate situation, it stands to reason that they are very near some major hyperspace route as well. But which hyperspace trade route, you may be asking, <laughs> or maybe it's just me asking, I don't know. Hopefully we're both asking that. Anyway, so we get a clue about that possibility from the ill-fated Tim because he was asking Bix about bidding on something that was coming from Wobani, which is a fun little name check to Rogue One. And we're gonna test my pronunciation here, but Wobani is in the mid-rim and it's on something called the Prolemian trade route, which is also a major hyperspace trade route. And if you follow that out, it ends up in just random planets nowhere, according to everything that we have either in Galactic Atlas or in current Star Wars Atlas situations, which I cannot wait for Star Wars timelines to come out. The date has been moved to February 2023 for that book, and I think we're going to get a lot more Galactic Atlas stuff in there. But basically, if you follow that trade route from Wobani toward the Outer Rim, and we know we're in the Outer Rim for where this series is taking place, then you get to an area space where there's not a heck of a lot defined there. It is, if you're looking from the top down at the galaxy, it would be to the southeast of where the corporate sector is. And it's also to the northwest of a spur of that hyperspace route that actually leads to Moncala. So that takes care of my informed speculation about where in the galaxy the free trade sector and the Morlani system in specific may be. As far as what the pre-Ox Morlana corporate authority is actually doing, well, that's still a little bit iffy. <laughs> One of the things that we can surmise is that with the scrapyards that we see on Ferrix, that some sort of reclamation stuff is happening. But we've talked in previous episodes, and in particular when we were going through the Rogue One Ultimate Visual Guide, about how the Empire has been gobbling up resources to create war material. And it seems like a situation where as long as the Preox corporate folks are meeting the quotas that the Empire wants them to meet, then everything will be hunky-dory and they can be left alone for the most part. Of course, we know how the Empire works. Eventually, they're not going to be happy with the quotas and they're going to keep raising them and raising them until they default and then the Empire gets to go and take over the whole thing. The reason they may find that difficult to do, however, and we've already seen some signs of this in trailers for the Andor series, has to do with who is on Ferrix and who may be kicking around in other parts of the Morlani system. Going back to the Corporate Sector Authority, when the Republic fell and it became the Galactic Empire, a lot of people who were running from the Empire and who had been part of the Confederacy of Independent Systems went to the Corporate Sector to hide. 
So it's not really much of a far-fetched logical jump to think that anybody who wanted nothing to do with the Empire would head as far away from the Empire as possible, which of course means going to the Outer Rim as opposed to going coreward, right? But also into a free trade sector where the Empire doesn't have any established authority and where they can get work. That's certainly under less than ideal conditions like we see on Ferrix, but certainly it's a step up from what the Empire is going to have to offer anyone. But that's all going to come crashing down, very likely, thanks to Cyril Cairn, who couldn't let well enough alone. And he's already been warned by his team that it's going to be problematic going to Ferrix because they have their own way of doing things, as one person tells the deputy inspector. But even without seeing episodes two and three, you can pretty well guess that Cyril's decision to ignore the chief inspector's directive is going to backfire, and the Imperials are coming to Ferrix one way or the other. And we also get to see in the trailers rebellion against the Imperial presence there, which also suggests that we have potential separatist activity there. People who had been part of the separatist movement are going to be on this planet and definitely not happy when the former Republic, now the Empire, comes calling. So that's my take on the Preox Morlana Corporate Authority, and I'd love to hear your thoughts about it as well. Let me know what you think. Add on to it. Tell me I'm wrong about stuff. Whatever you got, hit me up on Twitter, SW7X7Podcast, or if you're catching this on YouTube, do it in the comments for this episode or at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. And that is going to do it for our first deep dive into an episode of the Andor series and for this episode of the podcast as well. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and/or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited. Other respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.